ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out (laughs) on this podcast. What we're going to talk about is friends. More specifically, what about your friends? Well, on this podcast, you get to learn a little bit more about me and my friends. Um, On this podcast, I will have my boys uh, D Love Hall and Easy Does It VA, a.k.a. my boys Derek and Zell. Uh, These are my lifelong friends. And we're going to talk about a myriad of topics from how we met, hanging out, our thoughts on having friends of the opposite sex. Uh, fighting with your friends, supporting your friends. Uh, And we'll even get into the discussion of money with friends and God forbid, going into business with your friends. All of that and much more on this edition. So sit back. After the break, you will hear me, D Love Hall and Easy Does It VA. And we're talking about friends. What about your friends? On this episode of the 12 Kyle podcast. Let's get it. And just like that, we are back. Once again, it's your boy 12 Kyle, and this is the 12 Kyle podcast. And I mean, you see, <laughs> you see the notes. You see what we're talking about. We're talking about your friends. I mean, what about your friends? And of course, I would not be doing this podcast without talking to my friends. Uh, you know them. You've heard them on here before. My man D Love Hall, aka my boy Derek, and Easy Does It VA, aka my boy Zell. Uh, D, what up, man? What's going on, brother? We didn't get the uh, the Steve Harvey intro this time. I mean, they know y'all. <laughs> that's, 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 good job, good job. You, you are correct, sir. I mean, you know, I mean, if you want me to tell them about zone out, I can tell. I them don't. About zone out. Okay, okay. I don't. Yeah, I'm good. I, I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> Zell, <laughs> Zell, what's good, man? Same old man. You know, um, I wish everybody could hear how your voice changed when it's live. <laughs> we, we doing this already. We doing this already. Transition oh, I mean, it's about over. friendship, right? It's about friendship. Hey, I look at the phone twice and be like, "Yo, who the hell?" Is- and we're back. Hey man, I'm a, I'm a professional. I'm a professional. <laughs> so yeah, I got, I got you guys on here, man. We're talking about um, friends and friendships, and just what about your friends? Um, so we're gonna. It's gonna be a wide range of topic. As usual, these guys are here. These are my childhood friends. And, you know, they know the topic, but they don't know any of the questions and stuff we're going to talk about. We're just going to kick it like we always do. Uh, The only difference is, is that we've invited a whole bunch of people to listen to it. Um, So let's let's start there. I'm a let's go back since we 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 grew up together. um, Zell, I'll hit you with the first question. And I don't I don't think I've even ever even asked you this question. Um. Do you remember how we met and when we started hanging out? Mm, I don't, I think it was, I know it might have been middle school. And uh, I can't remember exactly how we met, though. It might have been a class, uh, you know, I, I can't remember how we met, to be honest with you. But I remember it was like a little clip, a little crew 
um, I can't even, I don't even go say because I don't know who's listening, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a little, it was a little cruel of like, you know what I mean? Seventh graders, yeah. you know, it was about a mix of some girls and some guys and we all was kind of like, I thought we all was kind of hanging out a little bit, but then you know how things happen over the course. Next thing I know, we was hooping, and next thing I know, I was at your house all the time, so right. I can't remember the details. That that's that pretty much what it was, man. It was it was us in seventh grade, and I I I'm trying to think who introduced us. I think, you know what I think it was. I think Travis introduced me to Rudy, and then oh, okay. Rudy, and then Rudy introduced me to you and Fred. And it was after that, and like that was we just started rolling after that. I, I, I just remember we were in the seventh grade, and we just started hanging after that because I had just moved, um, you know, over on that side of town. So, um, see, I knew Travis. I knew Travis before. Right. We used to hoop. Yeah, we played like um, city league all the time together. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I, that's all I remember. Seventh grade, <laughs> I know everybody was hanging. No doubt, no doubt. So, D, what about you? Do you remember when we first met? Because I'm, I think I remember, but I'm not really sure. I this is a fantastic question, and I really don't remember. What I do remember is I knew Zell first, mm-hmm. and I think me and Zell got acquainted through the drums when he played the timpanis back in the day. That's his, that's his real way, way past that people don't know about his drum days, but um. I knew Eric before I knew you because of the band. Okay. And I think I came over to either go in the pool or the hoop. And that's when we hooked up. And then I found out that you and Zell was tight. And then through, <laughs> through our X-Men situation, that's when you and I got tight because you wanted to know about the X-Men joint that we were doing in the BD Bow joint. And me and you learned each other's ways through that situation. Right. But it was after yeah, you was the tenth grade, I was ninth grade. Okay. But I knew Zell first, and y'all was already y'all already had a relationship before I met you. But I remember that much. But as far as the, I think I knew, I knew I knew Eric first. Right. But I think I didn't meet you until I came by the house to either go to the pool or to play <laughs> ball. One of the two. Y'all had a pool. Yeah, I mean, everybody always came over to go swimming, man. It was that was that was like the thing, and like half the time I wanted to leave, and everybody's like, "Hey, well, let's go swimming." I'm like, "Man, I'm trying to get out of here." Um, but yeah, that's that sounds about right. I I couldn't remember if I was a sophomore or a junior when we met, but I knew, you know, it, we we met and we started just hanging, and then <laughs> we ended up dating the same. We're doing that. Okay. We're doing that. <laughs> we're doing the same girl. <laughs> so we're doing that. Okay. So I, I mean, it, I mean that, it's man. facts. It's, is it not facts? It's we ended facts, up dating the same girl? But we didn't know it. No, we, we didn't. We, we did that before we actually poly. And then once we started poly, and we, we threw that name out there, and you was like, wait a minute, dude. I did too. And I was like, whoa, when? Yeah, <laughs> we, started, yeah. we started crossing well, no, timelines. Yeah, like, oh. Yeah, I think, but I think you dated her before I did, though, right? Yeah, hey man, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares? That come on, man. Yeah, I know we were high school, um, but yeah, I just I just wanted to um, because I I've never asked y'all that question, and if it, it, it was something I thought about today, I was like, I said, man, I don't, I just know about the time, and, and I I think that speaks to you know the 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 levels of friendship that we have, because you know you have some friends that like you just know when you just connect with them or whatever like that. And then you have some friends, you go so far back with them that you don't remember like when you started kicking it, but you just know that you've been kicking it for X amount of years or whatever like that. 
Um, so yeah, we're we're talking about what about your friends again? I got my boy D Love Hall and my boy Easy Easy Does It VA, uh, aka Derek and Zell in here and uh, on the Twelve Kyle podcast. Um, so my next question, and I'll start first with you, D. Um, when we're talking about friendships, uh, guys obviously because we're guys, we we tend to have um, we we view friendships differently. Uh, what do you think about, oh, no, you know what, let me go back. If you had to think about, like, a time where you fell out with another friend, um, what did that look, without, I mean, you don't necessarily have to get into specifics, but, like, because I, 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 and the reason why I'm asking this question is because I maintain that guys usually when when they fall out or or or, you know have a i don't want to say breakup but when guys you know when we not cool anymore it's because of only a couple of reasons or whatever the case may be like it's not it's usually not something petty but do you remember a a time when you had a falling out with somebody and what was it what it was about and you know could it could it have been prevented you know, as you were asking that question, <clears throat> I was I was trying to think, have I ever really fallen out with someone who I've called my friend? Mm-hmm. And to keep it the bean, I can't think of an instance where I can say I've actually fallen out with someone who I've called a friend. Now, there are people who I've affiliated with, of course, that we just over time, we just lost touch or whatever. But as far as falling out. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, I I don't even know what that feels like. I mean, me and Fred Black fought one time a long time ago, and he and he cut me with a bottle. You know that that was back in the day. But other than that, I mean, and we and we're still cool to this day. Yeah, we still we're still that my brother. So I don't I don't really I can identify with that because falling out with people to me it it means like that was the ultimate betrayal or or you you can't go back on something that was done, something that was said. You can kind of go back on that, but something that was done. In my opinion, you just can't go back on that. And I'm I'm really going through my roller deck because I can't think of one person who I can say I was friends with or I am friends with that I fell out with. We've had disagreements, arguments, you know, stuff of that nature, but falling out, I I, I really can't identify with that question. I don't mm. I've seen it happen, and that's why it's always weird to me. That's that's probably how we even came with this idea to have this this pie, because we've seen some friends that fell out. We're like, how can that happen? Right. We couldn't identify with how it could ha- how how did it get to that point. So I'm I'm really thinking like out of our crew, we've had some disagreements here and there. You know what I mean? We we we've had some some I don't want to say dust up, but there was some situations where we just didn't agree right. on some real shit. But we kept it quiet. We kept it in house. We and we let the people who was going through it go through it and and figure it out. We never intervened. We never interjected and, and threw our two cents in, and we just let it go. And whenever they you know got their shit together. We just kept it rolling. So as far as like falling out for me, I really can't identify with that question. That's never really happened to me. Not like that. Mm-hmm. Understood. Understood. What about you, Zell? Yeah, I can't really say. I mean, like I said, I, I don't think I had any periods of time where I ain't really just deal with nobody like that. You know, um, I think a large part of the two was like, you know, we we pretty much, you know. Uh, 
kind of nurtured our friendships over the, over through high school, through hanging out, through having fun. And, you know, we probably didn't really deal with a lot of hard things growing up as kids. You know what I mean? Like, what was the most that we could argue about? Who got next? You know <laughs> the, the foul that wasn't called in the basketball game? Yeah, like, I mean, you know, we really think about all the little things that we could have possibly gotten mad about. I mean, we, we really had a very um, kind of uh, – I ain't going to say stress-free, but we just had more of a happy-go-lucky time, I guess, growing up, you know. And then I just think it just kind of evolved over the course as we grew as adults. You know, I just don't ever think we had any major, you know what I'm saying, like issues that would create fallouts, you know. Um, I mean, I think the closest one I may have had, and it wasn't a fallout, but it was, you know, a good one of my close neighbors of mine, you know, we, we had a, you know, we might have we might have had some similar interests in in a in a in a in a girl. You know, that's about all I remember. That might have got a little hairy at a time, but uh, but I don't think that even lasted longer than a a Wilson dance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Do it! Wow! Wow! Yeah, I don't think that lasted much further than a than a episode in the corner with Mr. Brooks flashing his light on. <laughs> Wow, wow. I, like I said, I, and, and just restating that lets you know, you know, that the severity of our of any issue in the scheme of things probably wasn't that big. I think we probably had way more complicated um, situations as adults than we probably ever had as kids. You know, that's why I don't think anything registers, you know, because I just thought for the most part, I mean, you know, we had a good time when we hung out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I I I. I I say the same thing, man. I I don't have any close friendships that I, I can honestly say where I fell out. There's been some associates, um, you know, where we've lost touch or just, you know, stopped speaking, but not anything malicious. It's just, you know, over time, people grow apart, you know, and guys, you know, we, we kind of handle those things a little bit differently. I think um, we don't take it as personal as, you know, sometimes as some women, I can't say all, some women take it, you know, a lot personal. Um, and then as you grow, you know, everybody has different interests and stuff like that and different ways that they want to go. And so I've never, it's never been nothing that serious, um, you know, for me to have a a falling out, um, which, you know, leads me to one of the key principles, I think, as far as friendship, uh, loyalty. Um, Zell, where do you stand, where does loyalty fall when it comes to, you know, your, ideas and um, ideals when it comes to friendship? Um, I don't know, man. I think, I mean, I'm much different as an adult, so I guess I need to qualify that now. But uh, but as a kid, I probably was a little over the top, you know what I'm saying? Maybe slightly over the top. It was pretty much, you know what I mean, my crew, my friends, everybody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there really wasn't much room for no potential friendship. Like, it just was... I, I was probably the worst. Like, I know Kyle, we, me and Derek used to always tease you. Like, because Kyle is like a politically correct friend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like behind, the scenes, behind the scenes, Kyle probably going to chop you up. Oh, man, I don't fuck with that. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Kyle, he'll chop you up, right? And so then me and D, we behind the scenes like, that's what's up, nigga. You don't fuck with him. I don't fuck with him. You right? don't fuck so, with him. <laughs> so, so then when we get, when we, when we actually see the person, it's like, 
I be grilling and gritting and I be, you know what I'm saying, screw face. And then Kyle be like, hey, yo, what's up, dog? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I, be looking, I thought it was beef. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't, no beef. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no beef, man. Written on cats now, but um, yeah, so I think I had to kind of grow up to understand that there is a happy medium like, you can be cordial and you can be you can acknowledge people. I think you know, Kyle might have been a little more mature about that than maybe, maybe myself, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I think I'm big on like crew and supporting one another, and you know, you know, like you know, I always tell y'all, like, if somebody fall out with y'all. I mean, you can't come. You can't come, Kiki, with me. I mean, it's, okay. I'm the probably, I'm the last person you're gonna probably. You probably gonna come up to me and be like, uh, "Can I speak to you?" Like, oh yeah, yeah, you can speak. To me. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna get all kind of texts from from your friends. Be like, "Yo, you know, Zell don't mess with me no more." You <laughs> know, <laughs> you know how you go. So yeah, I would say I'm probably. I've evolved. I'm not nowhere near like that anymore, but I probably think in my younger day when we were growing up, I probably was like crew and everybody else was like, you know, get away from me. You know what I'm saying? So. Right, right. What about you, D? I mean, he just summed it up. If he was number one, I was 1A. Right. I mean, we we were the ones that was, we were, we were what we known as the assholes of the crew. Everybody <laughs> had some labels yeah. about our crew, of and course. I think me and Zell were the assholes, and it was like, okay, if you want to call it that, but we just tight. We don't really deal with everybody, so yeah, it, I I I don't I don't take my friendships lightly. Y'all know that I don't take friendships lightly. I don't even talk to a lot of people. I here I barely talk to y'all about my my real shit, mm. but I just I go through stuff. So you know, it, it takes a lot for me to trust people, and I trust y'all with damn near everything. So right. everybody else, I don't give them anything whatsoever. I don't care. I'm not bothered by them. I'm not. Uh, I don't think about it. Um, I think about y'all, y'all, my family, y'all, your family's my family, your parents are my parents. That's all I've always been with y'all. So when it comes to anybody else, I'm loyal to y'all. Somebody got a problem with y'all. They got a problem with me. And they say something around me, y'all going to know about it. And they're going to hear it from me before y'all hear it. Right. So that's just how I get down when it comes to loyalty. Nobody's going to talk about my crew. Nobody's going to mess with my crew. Um, you might think that we're being a little bit childish or whatever, because y'all, y'all damn near 50 years old. But y'all are my brothers, right. and y'all know how I feel about that. So, I mean, my loyalty to y'all, it equals, I hope, your loyalty to me. Oh, no you know what I mean? that, that That's how I look at that. So anybody else outside of us, kick rocks. <laughs> no, I feel you, and I, and I agree a thousand percent. I think um, for me, it, it was it was the same thing. It was loyalty was was and always will be, you know, one of the top things that I, I, I hold my hat on. Um, you know, because I'm a I'm I'm a loyal person. You know, I'm definitely it's it's it, it, it actually let me go back before I dive do a deep dive. I want to address what Zell said. No, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not I'm not the beef guy. But like, if I have a hard time, like, you know, pretending like I like you if I don't like you, like, and it's it's not a lot of people I don't like. You know, but those that don't that I don't like, I don't. I, I like I can't be fronting for him, but you know if I know that there's you know some tension, yeah, I'll 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 be like yeah, what's up, man? You know, I say what's up and keep it moving. I, I'm not gonna, I ain't gonna, I, I'm a little too, especially now, I'm a little too old for that. But even when we were younger, I, I wasn't, I wasn't the um, 
I, I would probably be more of a peacemaker, if you will. Um, and, and yeah, behind the scenes, I might be like, you know, ready to ride or die. But you know, it's. it's <laughs> but I'm not ready to square off on people. I'll just put it like that. But uh, I just want to clarify my name real quick. <laughs> but um, but loyalty, yeah. It, hey, it, what's up? Hey, hey, you 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 was like um, you was like um, Styles P, and <laughs> and I was like shoot, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. <sighs> so, you know, I'm like, uh, I, I, I'm, I, I'm extremely loyal, so I, I expect that in return. You know, from my friends, um, yeah, it, it's, it's really big for me, and I think that it's, a, it's a principle that I think we all should, you know, have. Um, and then everybody's not as loyal, and you know, when people show you who they are, you know, as far as friendships are concerned, um, you know, believe them. And sometimes you, people that you think are friends. I mean, it's levels, it's, it's crew, it's friends and it's associates. And I've always said like, when you're dealing with somebody real, that line is never blurred. It should be clear. Like you don't have to understand, you don't have to kind of figure out where you stand with me. You know, it, it should be pretty clear. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I echo, you know, both of your sentiments. Um, Derek. Opposite sex friends. What's your has your has your opinion changed on friends of the opposite sex? Because and the reason why I'm asking that is because when we were younger, we probably were more prone to, um, you know, trying to get closer to our friends of the opposite sex, um, or same sex if you know if those of you listening if that's what you're into, um. But what? How how are your thoughts now? As of, or, or are they any different between what it was when you were coming up, as opposed to now? Hell yeah! I didn't know how to be no friend to a woman back in the day or a girl, <laughs> and I do that. I know how to front like I was, but I didn't know how to be a real friend probably till my thirties. Wow! You know that that come on man, I I I could play the game. I could play the role, you know, but I can be honest about that now. Um, friendship, I got some now. I got a few women who I call friends. Um, and I check on them every now and again. You know, I see them and we, we cool like that. Never had a thought like that. So that's the difference. <clears throat> Back in the day, I might have had that thought. You know what I mean? I might have that, you know, can I? Should we? Should I take that? But now I actually know some people who I never had that thought about. And I'm actually cool with and I can, you know, talk to about some real shit. So that's the difference. Like now I'm way more mature about that as opposed to back in the day, because I didn't know that I even could, you know, I, 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 not that I had some bad examples. I just didn't know that I could, you know, strand, try to teach that, but you know, at some level you still kind of, you know, you, you, you level that off. Some of those off at some freak shows, you know, how we used to get it down back in the day. So, you know, I, you tried to be, try to do the right thing, but you, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't mature enough back then to, to be able to maintain something like that on a real level. But now at this age, oh, no, no doubt. I can do it, no doubt now. But then again, I don't mess with that many people anyway. Right. So, you know, it is much easier for me today than 20, 30 years ago, no doubt. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What about you, Zell? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm probably what you call the habitual lifestyle. 
let me explain. Let me explain my position here. And Kyle, and I'm, and y'all gonna probably be like actually shocked by what I'm about to say. And you probably won't be, but you probably be like, we're hurt too. You gonna probably like start adding up like all the friends and, and just start to be like, well, I wonder if he this friend or that friend. But yes, I don't have a female friend that I haven't line stepped at some point. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I. Maybe one. One, you got at least one. It ain't even in the way. Yeah, I can think of one. Who's the one? Now, when I say line step, I don't mean all the way. Never mind. Yeah, I can think of one that you went to school with in college. I ain't gonna call her name, but she you went to school with her in college. She's like a little sister to you, so I I don't think you line step with her. Oh, I don't know though. I don't know, Kyle. Oh, you don't think? Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. You don't, it might have been a step. It might have been a line step one night. <laughs> you see how silent he is? It yeah, yeah, been a line he, yeah. He hasn't said anything. To and he, he knows, knows what we're talking about, about too. He knows what we're talking about. And right. He's not like, yeah, that one. He ain't jumping on it, so that he he might have stepped across wow. it. Wow. That means okay. is she from New York? Yeah, she's from New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, now that one is probably the yeah. That's probably the only one. See, okay. See, there's one. Okay. See, okay. But 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 it wasn't because you know what I'm saying. Like you know what I mean. Like. Yeah, a couple of rounds though. It, it get tricky. <laughs> See, that's what I was thinking. That out of a couple of rounds, you might have stepped and didn't realize you stepped, or didn't yeah. think you stepped. It could have been some awkward moments. Right, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's why I said I don't know, Kyle. I don't know. Nah, but yeah, I, I don't think so. You know, I'm really not big on friends of the opposite sex staying in the friend zone and the only reason i i always look at the side eye because i know how i am in the friend zone like but it's everybody not, not really... like you b nah i mean i think everybody is you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well well we know i'm not oh well kyle of course what? <laughs> hey kyle hey kyle for the sake of this conversation please don't platform, of course you're not you know what I'm saying? okay yeah my bad my bad i just i just i did a line step my oh bad. my gosh of course of course you don't line step right. kyle no um, no but but i i would suspect let's go back to our childhood days even back then i didn't whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> So this is all oh. safe conversation now. We can actually have these conversations. Oh. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, on, maybe, well, maybe one. Hey, Kyle, I, I will go on record to say, in our childhood, there wasn't a female friend you didn't line step with. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> so, so the theory of can you be a friend of the opposite sex? I mean, you're proving my oh, point. Yeah. Oh, no question. You, well, oh. I didn't. I didn't line step. That's the that's the point. No, no, but no, but so what do you define as line stepping? It. I mean, like there was there was no advances or anything. Like you just we just cool. All right, so okay, I, I don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do. It. Hey, I know where you're hey, going. You know what? How don't about you answer the question? It. Don't put. <laughs> I'm the host. Don't ask, don't ask me shit. Oh, this dude. <laughs> Every time we do this, we got to go to oh. witness protection program for this dude. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious! <laughs> nah, but nah, I, I I don't I don't think you can really be platonic friends of the opposite sex for any period of time. Spend a lot of time together and not have a line step moment here and there. 
I just don't believe it, it can happen. So that's my stance. Uh, but, you know, shout out to everybody that's doing it. I don't, you know, it's not me. Yeah, yeah, you, you're right. <laughs> you, you, and you know what, what's, what's interesting is that you've been very consistent in that thought forever. For sure. <laughs> like, like, like that, that thought has, like, you've never gotten, come off that stance. It's always been that way. Always been that way. And everybody who, I am friends with will confirm that that position. What about your friends? That's the topic we're talking about on the Twelve Kyle podcast. Um, all right, so let me let's let's do a scenario here. All right, Zell, I'll start with you. Um, uh, let's say, let me use just a, a random name. Let's say Tony. Um, Tony is somebody that you know, but he ain't crew. He's he's a friend, but he ain't crew. I'll just put it like that. And you see Tony out with a girl, and it ain't his girl. So he's out cheating. But you cool with Tony's girl. Tony's girl comes to you, say, hey, you know, whatever, whatever. I gotta, I think he's cheating on me. Do you say something to her to confirm or deny, or do you just you know keep it keep your mouth shut and keep it pushing? Yeah, I think this is a group chat topic of all time. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I remember this topic. Um, I see the girl. I see the dude girlfriend. I see the girl. The dude. Cheating on his girlfriend. I'm cool with the girlfriend. Do I say something to the girlfriend? Yeah. Ooh, ooh that's a good one. Um, uh, it depends. It depends, right? It depends on how close. If it's like, shout out to Nisi. If it's like somebody like Denise, right? You know, we all know Denise. Denise. Uh, if it was Denise, like somebody like Denise. You're telling. I'm telling. Yeah, but Denise is crew though. That's just, saying, but what you mean? But okay, okay, okay but what do you okay, mean by we're I cool with her? See, yeah, okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. So, so that's 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 what I'm saying. It has to be a relationship of that magnitude, right? In order for me to dime it out, right? But if it what if it's not somebody like Denise, then I'm basically keeping it pushing, okay. like okay, you know, what I'm saying head nod. You know, I know, holler. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm minding my business, you know, because I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, I think age has taught us a lot. Like, I think um, in our younger day, you know, we probably make that a big deal, right? But in our older day, we kind of know how the game is now. It's not mm-hmm. a big, as big of a deal maybe in our lives today as it would be in our 20s. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if I see somebody in my 40s, you know, right now, and I see some kind of messiness. I probably be par for the course. I mean, you know, you know, your girlfriend probably got a nigga on the side. Like, who knows? What I'm saying? <laughs> I don't. I really don't. You know, I don't. I don't make assumptions of right. like committed relationships in 2021. Like, I think everything is pretty fluid, and everybody's kind of doing them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And, and minding your business is a big thing nowadays because you mess around and say something, and they don't believe you. You know what I mean? Now you're stuck in a position where you're the asshole friend who's trying to break them up mm-hmm. as opposed to just, you know, supporting what she believes in. 
she might want to believe that he ain't cheating. You know what I mean? But when you say something, now you you enter the stage where you really shouldn't be in the first place because she might not believe you. And now that may cause a strain on your friendship because she's going to see you as hating on her situation as opposed to just being an honest friend. So, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't say nothing either. Like I said, unless it's Nisi, you know, I say something to her, but not too many people that I would get involved with in their, in their lives because, you know, people don't be believing stuff nowadays. Actually, they never did. They don't be believing what they don't want to believe, you know, unless you got a photo and you want to post it on Instagram, you know, showing the world. That's a new, that's a new thing now, but, you know, cheaters ain't coming on no more. Cheaters is gone, that little show. Right. But as far as, like, telling, nah, I probably wouldn't. I'd be like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. That ain't none of my business. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the same way. I think if it was someone who was crew, um, yeah, I would. But if I'm not that close to you, it's like what Zell just said. I probably, you know, nod my head to him just to acknowledge that I see you. I'm not gonna say nothing, but I see you, you know, and then hopefully not you me. But you know what, let me cut you off real quick. That's what? a different dynamic. I thought, see, what the, the way you presented it was, we see him out in the streets. Yeah, that's what I'm but saying. You we see him in the but, but, if he, but if he see us, that's a different scenario. Now, that, that is different. See, us just seeing him is one thing. But if he actually sees us see him, that creates a whole other that Because now he got to do something to prevent us from doing it. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. If he actually see us see him. Not well, let, me, let me rephrase that because some dudes are stupid. The average smart cat, <laughs> if they see the friend, see them, they go into, oh, no, I got a defensive mode. I got to get my game up. Now what am I going to say? They're not just going to let that rock and just go about the night and go bang the other chick and not say nothing. They're going to have to go defensive mode. They're going to be like, they got to come over, actually, and acknowledge us. The best thing to do is actually come over and acknowledge us because if you see me see you and you keep it pushing – it's obvious what you're doing. Right. But if you bring her over, like, yo, this is my girl, this is my homie, such and such, I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know nobody. And I don't let it go. That's mm-hmm. a whole other scenario. I thought you just say, I saw him, but he didn't see me see him. Yeah, I mean, either you know way, but I, no, I, I feel what you're saying now. I, yeah, I, if he totally see me see him, that, that's just, he, he knows I know now. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other, so now, let's say he see me see him, right? And he actually does tell his girl, our friend, that, yo, I saw D out, you know, I was with such and such, my bad, blah, blah. And then she comes to you as a test. Right. He done, you see what I'm saying? He done went and told his part to save his hide because he knows we're going to tell. But then we turn around and say, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And she, well, he said he saw you. Oh, shit. Right. Now, I'm, now I'm the real asshole. Yeah, now you're in trouble. <laughs> so it's two different scenarios, you know what I'm saying? If he see me see him, I might have to say something. Yeah, I, I I feel you in that. I think for me, if if I saw that out there like that, yeah, if it's somebody that I'm close to, I'd say something. Um, if we're not close, I'm not gonna say because I I try to make I try to do my best to stay out of other people's business, but you know, you don't want to get dragged into something either. And you know, like you said, Zell, we see things a whole lot differently, you know, in our 40s now than we did in our 20s. You know, that scenario and how it would have played out in our 20s might be totally, well, I know for me it'd be totally different than it would play out in the 40s. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely, definitely understand that. Um, D, you mentioned something that we can go back to. Um, you know, <laughs> since, since we dated the same girl. Um, 
well, actually, me and Zell did too, but, and this was funny because I remember, and it, it's totally innocent. I remember, and I'm not going to name names. I remember he called me and he said, yo, I'm about to, I want to holler at such and such. And like me and her literally like dated in like middle school, right? So it was no, it, and we, we had one of those middle school, you know, date for two weeks and then you break up so it wasn't nothing but i thought that was so dope that he came to me and asked me like yo can i stop i was like she's not my girl step to have fun so um i said all that to say this is there if 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 your boy is dating a girl and they break up is there a moratorium on how long you wait before you step to her or is she just off limits period and let me be careful here first things first 12 Kyle listeners these situations we're talking about they didn't all happen at the same time so don't think we were going around doing the same thing with the same people I just want to make sure I clarify because it sounds like it could be some crossing of the the timelines and and we were were all separate so that's you know but I mean understand we all kind of dated some of the same people. So anyway, um, I'm the perfect person to ask that question. Uh, I kind of probably, well, well, I'm gonna no, you know, let me shut up. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a a, a time limit. It, um, the only damn, I can't say that in public. See, this is tricky. This is real tricky. There was only one situation in our crew where I had to go to one of our homeboys and express that yo, I like this person that used to date her back in the day only one and that was wood mm. that holds it so you know that was a that was a that was a uh that night in in dwight's driveway in the back of the malibu i remember that night that was a that was a night that it had to discuss some things and that was the only time i ever stepped to a friend a real friend and said listen this is going down i wish i could stop it but this is what it is so that was the only person I ever did that with. And that was a that was a hard it was harder than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be some some cool out homeboy shit. It wasn't cool out homeboy shit. It was some homeboy shit, but it wasn't cool out. It was some it was a tough, tough discussion we had to have. So I don't recall their their time apart. I don't recall. I really don't. Now, um, how long were they dating? I don't know. See what I'm saying? That whole thing, it was uh, listen, <clears throat> without sounding sounding like, you know, the 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 I'm doesn't even know let's just say it i'm not even sure you can consider what they were doing as okay. dating okay you, you know what i'm saying it might have been a situation that it was just a ti situation that was just a the connection that happened over time and and after that momentum dropped it, it it went away dissipated and then it was just free game again so i can't even say they were really like that that's how i tried to paint it in my mind and make me not seem like the asshole in the situation but um yeah, I just don't recall the time limit that it was a that they stopped and we started, but it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't like a two week thing or two months. It was a couple of months, you know. But I, I, I it, yeah. But you did it though. Yes, it, I, I couldn't stop it. I'm just being real. I, it, it was something that was happening. Um. Without being too uh, this was high incriminating, school. just, just, just for just for those of you listening, this was high school. It was high school, but it continued on to some things. And um, wow. 
Wow. Yeah, I, I, there was, like I said, there was no, I don't know the time limit. And I don't even know if there is a, a time limit you can put on it because some, it all depends on the variables. How, how deep were they? How serious were they? What time frame was, like you said, high school, was that really serious? Was anybody serious between ninth and 12th grade? Was anybody really that serious about stuff like that? So it's kind of hard to, to put an emotional cap on that. So I think nowadays, it would probably be 1,000% off limits. I'm a different person now. Mm-hmm. So nowadays, it's 1,000%. If you've been there, boom, that's good. Good, good, good. She's fine, but I can't do that. Right. But back then, you know, we was... How big was the pool back then, too? You know, you got to remember, the pool wasn't really that large. <laughs> and just keep it real. The, 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 the pool wasn't that large. So you, you found something of quality, you know, you, 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 you kind of try to find that in it. And, you know, it just so happened that your friend hung out with her, hung out with her for a little while before you did. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Zell? Let <laughs> <laughs> oh, clear my throat. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> hey, man, look, I, I probably didn't do like a 360 on this whole thing. I think at one point in time, I probably would be off limits. I think Derek is right about like, um, you know, it, there there are some circumstances surrounding the relationship. In order for me to say I'm hands off, I would definitely have to be like understood that there was something significant there in terms of a relationship. Then I'd be hands off. But you know, I don't know. But now that I'm like single and I'm damn near fifty. It's so many different, like, I didn't have some of the wildest kind of scenarios with weird stuff, not necessarily with people I know, but just just the mixiness of it all. Like, people are less inclined, like, you know, maybe this is another podcast, dating in your late 40s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the 50s is like... That's, that's definitely like, a podcast. <laughs> that's a whole totally different world. Like, it ain't even normal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> It ain't it ain't based in a whole lot of depth other than people having a need for companionship. It's really all it's based on, and it's not as I mean. I guess I'm being a little bit of a Debbie Downer here, but it's not as deep to me. So now we're talking like young adults where we found the love of our lives, and we there was a significant relationship, there was some kids involved, a marriage, and all this kind of stuff. I, I'm probably not touching that with a ten foot pole. Right. If it's somebody who I knew, but, um, um, but then who, you know, I got to qualify who I knew. Like if I went to school with you, my nigga, like that ain't really, you know what I mean? Like if I dabbed you, if I dabbed you at the calf and that was it, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if you, you might not get that pass. You know what I'm saying? So, so, um, but yeah, friends, I would definitely say friends off limits if there were, you know, any depth there, any real connection, significant time dating, um, you know, people are really into each other. I probably wouldn't touch that one. But if it was like a one-off or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like this was some, I came home one summer and, you know, I caught you slipping at the rendezvous. (laughs) 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 The rendezvous. Y'all don't know nothing about that rendezvous. Uh, But uh, then that's a totally different dynamic. I don't know if I'll put enough on it. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, Kyle, if you go back to Florence right now and, like, 
the dating pool, and no disrespect to all my Florence people, I, I love y'all to death, but if you go back in the dating pool in Florence and, like, just mix around a little bit, um, you will learn that there is a lot of um, bumping of heads that's oh, going yeah. on oh, yeah. with cats that you are probably very cool and familiar with. Right, yeah, a lot, um, lot of Eskimo brothers. For sure, because, you know, like you said, the dating pool is limited and, and um, you know, what was off limits in in '96 may not be off limits in 2021. <laughs> facts. <laughs> Big facts. So that's all I got on that. Yeah, that's that's uh, you you said a mouthful. I, I think um, I, I I'm with I'm with y'all. I just I've never I I've never like been interested in somebody that you know dated my boys you know like if you dated my boys like i just you just off limits to me like i even for me there's not even um there's not even a time frame like it's just once you in that realm you just you just out and and again like i said me and derek had some but but i mean i i didn't because i i want to say derek dated her first and then i dated her when we were seniors but I didn't know Derek like that. We knew each other. We was getting cool, but it wasn't like we weren't we weren't as close as we are now. So, um, you know, and I saw I saw them kind of like from afar. And this was, you know, again, high school relationships. So, I mean, it's it is what it is. Kids. Um, But especially as young adults and then, you know, getting grown. Nah, if you if you were ever interested in my boy, I wasn't ever talking to you. It's just I, I just I could never that that is it was always just a stream that I couldn't cross. Like it was just like it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel you. I think you make, a uh, <laughs> you make a good point, man. If And, and that goes back to clarifying, you know, what is friendships or whatever like that, because, you know, if you were an associate, you know, that's a different story. But for somebody I thought was a friend or somebody crew, no, nah, I'm not. I, I, that's, that's your lady. It, and in, in my mind, she's always, she'll always be your lady or at least somebody in your past. So, I don't want nothing to do with that. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, I, I like I like both of those answers there. Um, my next question: uh, friends and money. Um, we started the idea of this particular podcast amongst <laughs> the other hundred ideas we have for podcasts, um, based on something we saw happen, kind of play out right before our eyes. Uh, as many of you know, if you follow podcast, uh, the very popular Joe Budden podcast uh, was a popular podcast probably for the better part of the last five or six years. And it was Joe Budden and his two friends, Rory and Maul. Um, and I won't go into all of the details of what happened with the podcast, but the podcast, Maul and Rory ended up leaving the podcast and splitting, you know, it was due to lack of transparency and money issues or whatever like that. And this is a podcast that, you know, is, was rumored to have inked, you know, multi-million dollar deal with Spotify. And, uh, it looked from the outside looking in that, you know, three friends who appeared to be very close didn't really look like they were friends or at least knew each other the way that we thought that they did. Or did money come into in, into play and really divide them? So we we had a, a very spirited conversation 
um, that lasted in our group chat for a couple of days about, you know, just the fallout from the podcast and because we all listen to the podcast. Uh, I don't listen anymore because I, I listen to Rory and Maul's podcast because they ventured off and did their own thing. I just, I felt just personally, it looked to me like Joe betrayed him. So I, I'm not one to get into betrayals and stuff like that. So, and not so much as I stopped listening because the other two guys that Joe picked up for his podcast, I just, I, I couldn't listen to them. They just weren't appealing to me. Um, but I still, you know, think that they had a, a great podcast. Nonetheless, I said all that to say this. It's always tricky when you mix friendships and business. Um, Zell, where do you stand on friendships and business? I mean, is that something that you would do or is it something that you might not do or does it depend on the friend? Just give me your overall thoughts. And if you want to touch on the JBP, you can do that as well. Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm actually currently involved, like, you know, been a part of a business with a college friend of mine for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has its ups and downs, it has its challenges. Um, you know, you, you operate in one capacity outside of the office, and in the office, you got to operate in another capacity. And, um, so um, I've been Rory and Maul, so I understand their position. <laughs> I am the Rory and Maul to my to, to my homeboy who runs a company who I am, you know, I'm a I'm a senior level, you know, member of the firm and, and, and et cetera. But um, you know, we had some, we went through a lot of ups and downs and all kinds of things. But at the end of the day, I think as with anybody, you know, if you don't have communication and you don't communicate. It really don't matter if friends or not. It ain't gonna be worth two cents. Um, and um, so I, I'll say that I, I don't. I think I'm not gonna say it's a myth. I think you do have to have skills to be able to navigate the two worlds, the friend world and the business world. You know, like they're two different worlds. You know, in the, in the friend world, you know, it's jokes and good times. And you know, if I'm going through something, you know, whatever, we, we be there for each other. Ain't no judgment. We rocking. Mm-hmm. Well, in business, there's judgment, my nigga. Like you know, what I'm saying we gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta have performance. We gotta measure shit. We gotta be able to look at profit. We gotta be able to talk about, you know, if there's efficiency in in, in the model and what we're doing. So there's a whole lot of issues, and you gotta talk real to it. Like yo, dog, you ain't pulling your part. Like I need you to bring in a couple more jobs. You gotta be able to be able to have that conversation with with a friend and a coworker. Like it, it gotta be that. So. um I'm not saying it can't be happening, but you definitely got to have people who, if you're going to be friends, it's more, it's imperative that your communication skills are above average. Mm. Um, um, just looking at the Joe Budden example, it, clearly the communication was not there. And and there were a lot of assumptions being made and people thinking they were in one capacity and, you know, um, your name ain't on nothing, but you think you own something. Like it's a lot of weird things, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you, you you can't have that kind of, you know, um, understanding. Like you know, to misinterpret your role, you know. And the only way you can be clear about role definition is to have conversations. And um, it can't just fall under friendship, you know. We it just can't. You got to be like, say, hey, your dog, you do this. Your dog, this your job. Your dog, this your job. You got to be able to had that conversation in order to make it work. And if you don't have communication, man, I'm just be honest, friend or foe, or, or, you know, just general coworkers, it ain't going to work, period. Right. So I don't think it's a, 
I don't think the friendship is what's making it difficult. I think it's that the lack of communication skills um, is what really makes a relationship, you know, whether it's business partners, life partners, marriages, friendships, anything, um, you know, it can go left. So, you know, I get it. I understand when people don't feel valued, they got to make decisions. So that's what, that's what it sounds like, you know, in the Joe Budden example, it sounds like they didn't feel like they were equal to, to him. And, and I guess that's what their impression was, mm. you know, over the course of the time. So to me, if that's what you thought, um, then you, you obviously didn't communicate like there was a lack of communication somewhere because somebody was paying for microphones, somebody was setting up stuff, somebody was, you know, somebody was paying Savon, somebody was paying Alex, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Savon>. Sparks, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you don't know what them cats made, but yeah, you a partner, something, something ain't right. right. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's my position on it. No doubt, no doubt. What about you, D? Um, I know this is the first. I need you to ask the question again because when Bill just said he was in business with somebody, it, it threw me off. I I, I thought <laughs> I was listening in depth, like you in business with somebody. Man? I didn't know that, so yeah. I was really paying attention to what he was saying. Like that's that's fire, dude. That's that's nice, man. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Congratulations, my brother. The, the question is like, you know, what what is your stance on one? You know, like doing business with friends, and you know, if you think that's like a positive or negative, something that you would do. And, you know, and I also said if you wanted to touch in on the uh, Joe Budden podcast situation, you could as well. Okay, okay. Now, I think he um, covered everything for the, the JDP. Like, um, that, that, that's what got us going with this. Like, there was some money that was, that was being spent that nobody wanted to talk about from Joe's perspective. And Joe could be an ass. I'm going to leave it at that because I don't know personally, but that's that. Right. Um, as far as me doing business with friends, I don't have a problem with it. I think the closest I've ever done that is when we were doing the, the, the men of honor joints. You know, we, we threw some money into that to try to bring some, some parties to Florence. But, um, nah, it's, you know, everybody, everybody, um, if you, if you communicate well, that's the key to everything. You got to be able to say, Hey, you, you, you fucking up. And the person who's fucking up got to be able to take that and, and, you know, and change, you know, adapt to, to what they're doing. That's not up to par and, and make amends. And I don't you know, I don't have no trust issues with y'all, so I could definitely do some things with y'all. But as far as like saying business period, uh, that ain't that. That's never really been my forte. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I'm not that guy that 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 thinks about going into business period. I just try to you know get some quick ends, feed people, and go to sleep. That's always been my thing. As far as like thinking that that deeply into stuff, that's never really been my thing. But if I if I could, I would with y'all because I know that there would be we we. One thing we do amongst ourselves that people don't know about us, they probably do know it by now, but we're very supportive of each other right. during our darkest times. There are things that we go through, all of us go through some here and there, and we may not always talk to each other as a collective, but at some point, one of us is going to check on the other person, hey, what's going on, how you doing, what's going on, blah, blah, I ain't heard you in a minute, you've been quiet, what's going on, everything's good. So in that aspect, knowing that y'all always got my back and I always got y'all back like that. I could definitely go into a business venture with y'all, but you, I got, it's gotta be y'all. But I know y'all like that and y'all check me and I can take y'all checking me. I can't take everybody checking me. I'm gonna have a mad attitude with certain people checking me and I could be dead ass wrong, but I'm gonna have a problem with certain people checking me, even though I'm dead ass wrong. Right. But if we go into a business venture and this y'all, I, I, I can see us being honest with each other and, and, and making things right. 
I don't think it'll be tricky with us. But then again, we got such a long history. Right. That to me, that to me makes it different. Everybody who claim they friends on the internet ain't really friends. Man, say that. And everybody who claim they friends on on social media ain't really friends. Say that again. You know, what I mean, we we we've had many of conversations amongst ourselves when we see certain people big up certain people and like they don't like them, and we know they don't like. Right. But because you want to get that shine on Facebook or whatever, they'll be the first ones. Congratulations, sis. That way to go, my nigga. Like, y'all ain't really cool like that. So I couldn't deal with those people. But when it comes to y'all, I could deal with y'all because y'all are always honest with me. And y'all always got my back and support me. That's different. Right. No, I, I agree a thousand percent, man. And it, it's something you said uh, a while ago that always stuck. You said they're not friends. They just know each other. Yeah, or they yeah. just hang, you know, you know. I'm sorry. You said you said they they're not friends. They just hang out together, and yep. that stuck because you could tell just by looking at you know the, the social media stuff that that's what it was with them. And um, nah, I, I I agree with both of you. I think um, I I definitely could go into business with you guys. Um, I don't I I don't think you can go into business with all of your friends though. Like. Like, like Jason, like I couldn't go into business with Jason. Jay Fresh, my boy, Jay Fresh. I talk about him all the time on the podcast. Love him to death. I've known him literally since I was six years old. He's been my longest friend that I've had. But no, I'm not. I'm not going into business with him. And it's not it's not it's no knock on him. But his business acumen and how he does things ain't the way I would do things. So I don't know that we would necessarily mesh. As far as business is concerned, and I, I think when you go into business with friends, my biggest concern not necessarily would be how much money we make, but am I going to lose my friend over this business? Because at this point in my life, you know, I think friends are rare. So you hold on to that type of stuff because you can look around and you don't see a lot of friendships. So especially, you know, we I think we're a different breed because we're lifelong friends. We ain't friends that just, you know, we met at a club and just started hanging out together, or whatever like that. Or we met some chick and we know the chick or whatever the case may be. Or we had a couple of drinks. We just started kicking it. No, we go back a long way and we got a lot of history. So my concern would be not so much as the success or the failure of the business, but do, will the business be the detriment of, of the friendship? You know, cause like Zell said, right. you know, you gotta, you know, when you're friends and you, you're in business together, you got to handle if it's, you got to wear two hats. You know, you, you got the business hat that you got to wear and then the friendship hat and those lines can't get crossed. And then sometimes, you know, you could do something as a friend that might not be cool. And then the business wise, you know, we got to handle business. So I got to leave my personal feelings aside to, for us to handle business or vice versa. You do something in business that pisses me off. And it's like, I got to leave that. But when we walk outside of the office, now we got to be friends. You ain't going to want to be talking business, but, you know, we got to, you know, kind of straddle the fence, if you will. So um, it's 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 a it's a very uh, interesting dynamic to be in. Like I said, I, I, I could definitely see myself doing and we've talked about, you know, business opportunities and ventures and stuff like that. So that that could be something I think I could do with you guys. But um, and I've got a couple other friends that I would do that with, but not a lot, to be honest, um, you know, because I just I business you're you're investing money and time and effort and i don't want to invest my time and money and effort into something that 
is going to depend on whether or not somebody else has got the same hustle as me. And, and if I'm doing the work, you know, <laughs> what are we doing? You know, so, um, but no, I, I agree with both of you. As far as the JBP, uh, it was, you know, it just, it was, I think probably and something I said, you know, we talked about in the group chat, um, probably more disappointing than anything else because it looked, it looked from the outside looking in again, I don't know Joe, I don't know Roy, I don't know Maul. Um, but it looked like these guys were friends, but it just for a period of time. Now it looks like they probably, they probably weren't as close of friends as they thought they were. Maybe they were just guys right. who just like to hang out together. And, right. you know, you have to be able to, as you get older, you know, be able to distinguish the two, you know, between guys that you hang out with and guys that you, uh, you know, just cool with or whatever the case may be. Um, last hey, question. Hey, Kyle, let me, I'm sorry, go ahead, no, go ahead. let me add one thing to the JBP. So, like, if you're a rapper, right, and you don't put out a bunch of albums, everybody you meet after you don't put out new music, would you think they were friends, like, for real? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I mean, like, you know, I, and that's, you know, even, even, like, when you look at somebody, I'll use, like, LeBron, for example. I think the thing that people miss about let me, I mean, you can say what you want about LeBron and some people don't like him. Some people like don't, some people love him. I, the thing, one of the things that's very, I've always been impressed about LeBron is that LeBron is still running with the same dudes that he ran with in high school. And these guys are now multimillionaires, you know, and it's because he did have that level of trust in him, but he also, it, it looks to me like, he just ran with some good dudes. Like I, I can right. look at them right. and I see like how we were. And I, and I feel like if, if any of us had been LeBron, it would have been the same way. And so, you know, I mean, we've all been, you know, successful in our careers and the whole nine, but I think that's the thing that gets lost in that because <clears throat> he had, he was given so much very quickly. I mean, he had $90 million contract before he dribbled a basketball in the NBA and most people thought, oh, yeah, he's going to blow it. And he's got these friends and they don't have any business. I mean, his his agent, Rich Paul, is one of the best agents in basketball. And I think he's dabbling into other sports now as well. And it's, it's not just because he's friends with LeBron. I mean, like the guy knows what he's doing, but he studied and he did everything that he needed to do. And he wasn't, you know, getting into trouble. He wasn't he he protected whatever brand that they established. But I think more than anything else, I think their friendship made sure that they stayed tight and tough and, and, you know, close to where nobody could break whatever it was that they had already established. And um, I think that gets lost, man. So, I mean, like even going back to the, the, the thing, you know, LeBron surrounded himself with the people that, you know, was with him literally from day one. And to your point, Zell, you know, somebody like Joe Budden who, you know, yeah, you're going to have friends. And I'm sure that these guys had experiences. I'm sure that they had, you know, crushing moments. I'm sure that they had dark times like D talked about. They had all the stuff that we have, too. But, you know, and it and I'm sure it's difficult when as all that stuff plays out in front of the media because we just literally saw these guys break up over the end and. You know, they're doing videos about each other, talking about it. I mean, like, it was messy. And, you know, and people, you know, on social media like to tune in to see a train wreck. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's it's you lose something in that. And I think they whatever they had 
I don't think it was worth it. But again, I'm on the outside looking in. So, did y'all have anything else y'all want to add to that? I just want to add y'all. Where is it? I'm I'm disappointed that you're watching Rory and Maul. But other than that, (laughs) (laughs) I like Rory and Maul. They got a good. I've never watched. Yeah, I've never watched that. Sorry, Kyle. There's no way I can listen to Rory for a whole hour. There's yeah. no way I can listen to that kid for a whole hour. No I, way. I couldn't. I, I, those hey, other t- those... sound. I keep cool no more. I listened to it one time, and you know I'm so used to hearing the bombs and the shotguns and the music. That joint is so monotone and so like lifeless. I, I don't even. I don't even know if like Maul's a real thug anymore. Like I thought. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. I, I just. I. I couldn't go back to the JVP and those other two dudes. Just they literally put me to sleep. I was like, nah. I but let me tell you something. Let me tell you what's funny. They are actually more friends to Joe Budden than they Roy probably and Maul. are. The, they they probably are. And, and those guys were around before the Mew Musics. Okay. See, Roy didn't come along to after the albums, dog. That's why I don't really. That's what I think the issue is for me. Is I don't understand how Maul could really ride with Rory. I just that, that's the problem I'm having because Rory is an industry dude. Like you know, he's not really like. He wasn't like he went to Dale State, dog. Like he was. Shut up, Dale State. He's a Dale State Kappa, bro. Like it didn't quit. Like, Shout out I mean, HBCUs, baby. Yeah, sir. So I I can't really I couldn't rock with um Rory. I couldn't rock with Rory like that. Dog. It was a little different. I can't I can't walk. I can't really rock with you siding up with the blue eyed devil, dog. It's just something about that bother me. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. It always comes back to that. <laughs> I knew it was coming. That's why I got quiet. It's only a matter of time before he said it. So, it's just only a matter of time. Okay, so so last question before we get out of here. Um, you have, we 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 all, obviously, obviously, like I said, we grew up in Florence, South Carolina. We went to high school together, middle school together, high school together, and then we went our separate ways, you know, going to college and going into the military. Um, so when you when you when you venture off into that stage of your life when you're going to because i know how i felt once i was leaving high school and going to college and and how i felt about my friends that i was leaving behind even though we were going in different directions you know not i i I can't say leaving behind but my friends that i was leaving basically um so my question is and i'll start from you deep because you went into the military uh zell and i went off to college zell went to hampton i went to south carolina state um you went you go into the military and then you become friends with people in the military uh and you through experiences become close to some people in the military and same for us in college how do you balance the friendships you know those two types of friendships because you, you were used to having friends that were you know I guess that you grew up with and then having a new set of basically new friends. How, how did you adjust to having new friends and and, in a new environment and, and not necessarily neglecting your friends uh, that you grew up with? Okay. um, This is something I've never said out loud. I I know it existed, but I've never said it to y'all and anybody else. But um, when I went off, you know, I was, Dead set on just getting Florence out of my system. That was my initial move. I got to get Florence out of my system. Fuck the world. And then when I got to Hawaii, my my regular station, I started calming back down. You know what I'm saying? I started getting back to my foundation, my base, and saying, okay, what what got me through these these days, these moments? And it was my crew. 
So what I did in Hawaii, and y'all never even asked me about it. I had a picture of my boys. I had a crew in Hawaii that reflected y'all. Hmm. I I made a crew. I met five cats in, in in Hawaii that I made my crew that reflected y'all. And that's how I got to those three years in Hawaii. Me and those guys stuck together. And I made, I found similarities in some of those cats to all of y'all. That's what I did in Hawaii. Y'all never questioned it. I had a picture of them in my apartment, old apartment, uh, my boys from Hawaii. That was my crew that I made to emulate what I had with y'all in Florence. That got me through my three and a half years in Hawaii. And I never said it out loud. Because I didn't, at the time I did it, I didn't realize it until I got to Fayetteville. That, that that's what I did. When I was in Hawaii, though, I built a crew that reflected y'all. Not necessarily to the point, to the, to the T, you know what I'm saying? But there were certain similarities in that crew I had in Hawaii that was just like y'all. Okay. That's, what, that's how I did that. That's the, and then, like, the ones that I, I stayed cool with, I wanted to make sure that I bridged the gap between y'all and them. The only one that made it through that was Jake. That's the one y'all met in Fayetteville that lived with me in my apartment in Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. And I tried to make sure I bridge that gap to make y'all see this, this is my dude right here. But these are my brothers. I want him to see what I had with y'all, and I wanted y'all to see what I had with him. That's how I did that. So, I mean, I, I, I never really left y'all behind, in my opinion. I just recast y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And, that, and that, that got me through all those years in Hawaii. The only time I saw y'all was in December. Yeah. Remember? I was in Hawaii for 11 straight months. I had them to cover for the time. I could. And then, well, of course, once I got, like, real money, I got phone calls. I mean, phone cards. I could call y'all, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. But that damn file should have phone card days. But, um, yeah. That, that's yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this was, the, this was the 90s, so there was no internet. <laughs> this was 93. Let's be real. This was 93. Let's go ahead and let them know it was the early 90s. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's how I did that, man. It was It was... It was hard at first when I first left because it was a brand new world and I was so angry and enraged. And once I, like I said, once I got to Hawaii, my regular unit, I just calmed down. Once you get that new, that adrenaline, I said, oh, my God, what have I done? How do I get through this? I built me a crew. Hmm. And I could only deal with certain cats that was in my age demographic and had a certain mentality about them. They couldn't be no corny asses. They had to be some, some real G's. So that's how I did that. Okay, okay, that's what's up. What about you, Zell? Um, okay, now I, I, I'm trying to follow the question. The question was about the, the crews that you developed when you went to yeah, college. Yeah, because, and... like, you know, you, you went to school, you got friends, and then just, you know, you go from having a, a set of friends at home and you go off to school, and, you know, how, do you, how did you reconcile, you know, just even within yourself, just having new friends where, you know, basically the friends that you had had always been just enough. And now you're not with them and you're not seeing them every day. And again, we didn't have the technology. So, you know, <laughs> all we could do is write letters. So how did you how did you balance that and, and reconcile that? Well, I mean, you know, I guess it was a it was a um, maybe a little easier because, you know, we all had like, you know, um, people that I met in college, we all kind of had like similar interests, you know, right? We, you know, the cast is trying to graduate. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of like grind out and, you know, I was working in the architecture department. So I made, I had like 
two sets of friends and, and even in, in uh, college, actually, mm-hmm. it was just, I had, you know, my friends from my major, which was the architect guys. I had them. That's who I spent the most of my time with. But then I also had my friends who I met my freshman year. And when you're taking classes that is not your major classes, you're kind of taking your general studies classes. Right. You know, you meet a lot of people just in the mix in the dorm room. You know how it is dorm life. You know, it's one spade game after the next, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pajama jams, it's, you know, union parties, it's, it's just, you know, you just start to build on experiences and then relationships form as a result of it. So I had another crew of friends that were not architects who I met, which is the guys who were all kind of like in my wedding, um, Chip and Troy and, and Amos and Rook and Curls and all them cats. So them are the cats that I actually hung with outside of my major. And then like Slaps and you know, I don't think that's probably the only architect guy that y'all met with Slaps. Slaps. Everybody else. Everybody else was, you know, they came to the wedding, but um they were they were not in the wedding. But I had a handful of uh, architect cats that I was cool with. So similar to Derek, you know, you just kinda, you know, utilize the experiences you got around you and you just build relationships to kind of get you through that chapter of your life. Um, and, you know, the real good relationships, you know, they they kind of go with you, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you know, I'm not cool with everybody I met at Hampton now. Like, I see them and I dap them up on doing homecoming, but I'm not, like, cool like that, you know. But there's a handful of guys who, you know, the relationships were added, you know, actually been nurtured even post-graduate. And I've known them for 20-plus years, you know, just like I've known y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... It's just uh, a lot of time invested, checking in, seeing, making sure the family's cool. And, you know, I used to have this philosophy and I used to, I shared it. I shared it with like uh, with my daughter and I shared, you know, when people go through like broken relationships and you try to make sense out of it and you try to look at people and say, well, if I wouldn't do something like that, I don't know how that person could do that. Like, you know, when you hear that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I used to say every friend don't serve every purpose. Oh, and once you start to, take your pressure off your friendships and start making your friendships your, you know, more than what they are. Like they only can be what they are. And they, they, they you know, they, they can't be more than that. They can't operate through a lens of your expectations. Mm. They only can operate through the lens of who they are, period. And once you start to accept people for who they are, then your friendships will be much easier, you know, because you don't, you won't be disappointed by the things they do. So I've had a disappointment in friendships before, but I had to kind of retrain my brain to remember that. Like, you know, there's some guys I'm going to call when it's time to go, you know what I'm saying, sit at the bar and have a few. There's certain guys I'm going to call, where, you know, I'm going to the game this weekend. Won't you come, you know what I mean, let's go check out a football game. There's some people I'm going to call when, hey, yo, dog, like, you know, my girl cheated on me. I need, a, I need you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's uh, and no pun, no disrespect for the listeners. But honestly, <laughs> I had to get people some quality content, I, you know. I, I thought we'd be able to get through this podcast. I thought we'd be able to get through this podcast. Hey man. So so oh, but yeah. God. So yeah, every friend also every purpose. And uh I've been lucky to have an evolution of friendships that all of them have lasted. I mean, if y'all remember my wedding, I had like what fourteen groomsmen or something crazy. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Something and that was like 
my my crew, my home crew, and my you know, and my and my college crew, and you know, trying to trying to make it all work. But um, um but yeah, I kind of did a little bit of what Dag did, and then a little twist to it. I kind of added my little thing to it, and you know, some of them you know stood the test of time, and some didn't. But you just keep pushing. No doubt, no doubt. That's a great answer. I, um, I think uh. Yeah, just to piggyback on what you guys said, I, I was kind of the same way, you know, leaving uh, our hometown and then going to school. You know, I was my my main concern. One of my biggest, probably my biggest concern was, you know, losing touch with with my friends because obviously, you know, we had been together for so long, and then all of a sudden you you're off to this new place, and yeah, you know, people, are like, oh yeah, you're gonna make you're gonna meet new friends. But I was really, you know, on some. I don't want no new friends. <laughs> you know, I, I really was like that for for a for a period of time because I didn't need or nor did I felt like I had capacity to have any more friends because I didn't care to have any more friends, you know, by the time I got to college. Um but it's funny how you, you know, have that mindset and then when you get there you just naturally just kind of gravitate toward people. And then, you know, me playing ball in college, playing football, uh, you had teammates, I had teammates that I had close to and they really reminded me of like D said you know the cast that I grew up with so um it, it wasn't really it wasn't a juggling thing for me it was it was actually welcoming it was a whole lot easier than I probably thought it would be because I really went to school with the mindset of I, I don't need any friends like I got the friends that I have and as long as I don't lose those friends I'm cool and um and that's you know that's me thinking as an 18 year old kid so uh, it, it wasn't wasn't hard to balance anything or whatever like that. And like you said, over the time, I made sure that, you know, any time I got a chance to, you know, introduce you guys to my friends from school, you know, it was that. But, you know, a lot of times we would be together and I would introduce y'all to people that I went to school with as opposed to people that I went that I was friends with. And y'all thought I was like some type <laughs> some type of celebrity. Cause we can't walk ten steps without stopping somebody stopping saying hi, but you know that just happens. I mean, people, you know, I, a, a few people know me. I'll just put it like that. But um, th- th- those conversations were always funny. But um, yeah, it. it hey, French- hey, hey, Mo, Mo still think he dropped twenty against Wilson. <laughs> hey, man, Mo still talks about that to this day. Shout out to Mo. Um, yeah, he he still thinks he he was the MVP. Um. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, we uh, you know, and so it was good making those kind of friendships, man, because it was when the thing that opened my eyes is that you can, you know, that you will evolve and have other friends, and and it doesn't necessarily, you know, remove the friends that you had before. Like there's room for everybody, um, and then you also realize that you know just because we play ball together, that don't mean that we're gonna be friends, you know, because you got a hundred people on a team. There's no way. There's no possible way that you could be friends with everybody. I'm cool with everybody, but no, everybody wasn't your friend. You know, they're just teammates. And some dudes, you know, I, I real I I quickly realized that, you know, some dudes will always just be teammates. And I'm cool with that. And so to to be honest, for some, I'll always just be their teammate. I, it, we won't be friends, but like I don't know what their kids' names are. We ain't going, you know, playing, you know, we're not going to the bar getting a drink or something like that. But um but there's a certain bond that you have obviously through going through experiences. So D had his experience in the military, we had our experience in college. Um, you know, and, and even playing football, that's a whole nother, you know, different experience as well. So, um, but yeah, I wanted to get you guys on here. We, like I said, we, we, we kicked around the idea after the conversation 
uh, about the Joe Budden podcast and the fallout. And obviously, I just had more questions. Uh, that really, I mean, really, we could, we probably could have made this, <laughs> this podcast about 15 more questions. But uh, maybe I'll say that for another podcast. Um, before we get out of here, uh, Zell, you want to tell the folks where they can find you or not find you? <laughs> um, I, um, I guess I'm on Instagram, Easy Desert VA. <laughs> And I think I'm on Twitter with the same thing. Ain't it the same yeah, thing? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> same thing on Twitter. Uh, my government is my Facebook. Don't I don't really do Facebook, you know, every now and again. Um, but yeah, you know, I'll be I'll be in and off the web. And you ain't your real friend unless you had a, a ruby saucer sandwich with the burnt edges. That's right. another thing. Right. With mustard. Bingo. Saucer sandwich on Bingo. <laughs> it's always good when you go to your friend's house and eat. Cause we yeah. all if the you're, time. Ooh, you ain't no friend, B. <laughs> you ain't you definitely no friend. You ain't coming to my house to eat, or at least play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, D? Where where can people find you? Uh, D Love Hall, D Love Hall, Instagram. I'm, I'm back on Twitter a little bit. Facebook, my government. I'll leave it at that. Um, oh, I'm a total myself. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at, B. I'm, I'm doing that. And before you ask, before you, I know you're going to do it, I'm so not let me go ahead and get anything. out of the way. You're going to ask, okay, well, I ain't going to say it then. Boom, I ain't going to say it then. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Because I do when's got some information. So when's the album drop? It ain't no album, man. R.O. got me working on some stuff, man. I'm I'm, I'm working on some stuff with R.O., you know, so that's that. I'm going to leave it at that. So so you still denying that you're a rapper? <laughs> <sighs> this, I, I, who's a rapper? I am not a rapper. I mean, you not a rapper. Step to him. <laughs> you rap. You you an MC. I'm not a. Are we listen, man? Spoken <laughs> word. I'm not. I'm gonna have this disrespect too much longer. Oh, man. That's what I'm not gonna do. Do the words rhyme? Do the words rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> the words do rhyme. So yeah, that we're making an MC. Not the suits words rhyme, man. What's that mean? He's a rapper. He's a rapper. He's, he's, he's the Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not a rapper. I, I do spoken word. I'm not a rapper. Please don't listen to these two. He got, he got bars. Broken, a broken, uh, well, nah, I was about to say broken words. Spoken words with a track. Yeah, yeah. All I'm bars. saying. King disease. <laughs> let me wrap up this podcast. Uh, you guys know where to find me. 12 Kyle across the board. Uh, make sure that you well first of all thank you for listening to this podcast Um, be sure to download subscribe uh, tell a friend about the podcast this podcast drops every Thursday night at midnight Uh, this time uh, sometimes some from time to time this year I'm getting tongue tied here from time to time this year we will drop uh, bonus episodes on Sundays at midnight so make sure that you check that out uh, that's gonna do it for us. So for Derek, for for, for my boy Zell, I'm your boy Twelve Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. Five thousand. Chill.